Entrepreneur on Fire 788. Everyone that has told me that you've just got to get a job and earn your money because that's how you live, I thought they're just wrong. These people are wrong. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. As entrepreneurs, we work incredibly hard to create amazing content. Don't risk it all being lost because you don't have it backed up. Backblaze Online Backup can help. Listeners can get a free trial at backblaze.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mark Asquith. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? You know it, sir. We're ready, we're ready, and we are willing. <laughs> yes. Mark feels like a pretender to the entrepreneurial title, despite co-founding a design and digital agency serving some of the world's biggest brands. A constant learner, he always attempts to move forward, his only fear being retirement. In 2012, he burnt out, reassessing strategies to maintain sanity, resulting in more growth. Mark, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. Yeah, sure, John. So, yeah, as you say, I'm I'm a constant learner. I'm kind of I'm never quite done, you know. I'm, I'm similar to a lot of you guys, a lot of the listeners out there, in that uh, I just like to push myself. I like to figure out what else I can do and spot the opportunities that are out there for all of us, and really go after them, you know, and and, and take all of them and, and make them the best they can possibly be. And uh, I, I think that's where perhaps the fear of burnout, sorry, the fear of retirement and the burnout perhaps came from. Um, yeah, we, we sort of went through a lot and grew quite quickly as a business. And personally, I took a lot of that burden. You know, you, you, you constantly want to do the best for your customers. And yeah, it's sometimes, sometimes difficult to switch off, you know. So personally, took a step back from that, as you said, and made some surprising choices and made some very positive choices for the business, which elevated the stature of that agency. And uh, for my own personal life as well, I had some real strong benefits for that. And really just found myself becoming more effective, but enjoying my life a heck of a lot more. And uh, it's something that I always strive to do is just push myself, push myself to learn more. And having listened to some of your shows in the past, John, actually, and listening to your own personal journey, it's really inspiring and, you know, really, really allows me to take the action that I feel uh, perhaps in the past I wasn't quite able to take. And I think that's where the, the pretender I guess that feel comes from sometimes. You know, you're always learning, aren't you? It's so, the world's so full of information and knowledge. We all feel like pretenders at some point. And, you know, Mark, the phrase that I love using for this is the imposter syndrome. You know, we all feel like we're an imposter, especially when we start having that success. And there's a great book out there um, by T. Harv Ecker called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, where they dive into people obviously have a fear of failing and of being just not successful. But what a lot of people don't realize, they they actually have the fear of success as well. We need to really uncover that and address that, which is a very important 
point of contingent for very many people. And, you know, as far as burnout, Mark, I'm really glad you brought this up and I'd love to kind of revisit this throughout the interview. I mean, that was the biggest concern of my mentors, of my family, of my friends when I first started a seven day a week podcast was that I was going to get burnt out. And to be honest with you, it was a concern of mine and it still continues to be, which is why it's so important to make sure that you are choosing Fire Nation, the path that you are passionate about, that you are excited about what you're doing, but that you also set parameters around that so that it doesn't take over your life. And Mark, we're going to dive into your burnout. We're going to dive into your resurgence. We're going to dive into how to stay sane as an entrepreneur. But before we get into all that jazz, share with us a success quote and why you chose it. Of course, this is a really interesting one as well. So this is by a French philosopher, Monsieur Henri Bergson, and he's quoted from the Descartes Conference in 1937. And the quote is, think like a man of action, act like a man of thought. The way that I kind of see that applying to people, I really pondered this quote. And the first time I heard it was not that long ago, actually, maybe three, four months ago. And I thought that's so many layers of application. But the way that I like to interpret it from an entrepreneurial perspective is, look, don't be afraid to act, but don't let that desire to act cloud your judgment. Don't dive in there without careful consideration. So for me, it's really, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, it's really about balancing the paralysis of being over-analytical with the calculated risk of actually taking action and reaping the success that all entrepreneurs have within themselves. And I guess to dig down the layer, it's also really, for me, about becoming a better person. So considering the impact that your actions may have on the people around you, on your customers, on your family, on your friends, the people that you work with, and really only acting when you've considered the actual impact that those actions may have on those around you. So think like a man of action and act like a man of thought. (laughs) You know, I like this for a lot of reasons. You know, one thing is that, you know, you should be thinking like a person who's going to actually take that action and make things happen. But at the same time, you know, make sure that when you do take that action, you know, you're really going one step in front of the other, that you're not just all in, that you're not just crashing through the woods, you know, without looking all around you. And, you know, to be honest with you, this is where I still struggle sometimes, Mark. I was just asked on a recent podcast where I was being interviewed, you know, what do I think is one of my better qualities as an entrepreneur? And I said, speed of implementation. But I think there's pros and cons to that. I think that you can be too fast to implement things sometimes without taking the necessary steps. You know, I think absolutely speed of implementation in this day and age is so critical and you need to be charging forward and taking things and making it happen. But you can do it with a deliberateness too that sometimes I know that I lack. So really interesting things we're bringing up here, Mark. I really want to dive into these themes as they come up. And I know that you have quite the journey. I mean, we shared in that little bio right there that, you know, you've had the highest of highs and you've pulled back, you know, and and, and had some failures too. Let's talk about one of those failures. Tell us that story, Mark. Take us to that moment. All right, then, John. So I'm going to take you back now to 2007. And at that time, I was... I was doing all right. I was doing pretty well. I had uh, a successful digital consulting career and I was working with people like the Ministry of Defense over in the UK, the National Health Service, some of the big six banks. And I was doing all right at age, you know, 23, 24, uh, 25, moving up towards a six figure salary and and enjoying, (laughs) enjoying having that salary. Right. 
yeah, it's it's kind of fun. And when you're young, you know, you know what it's like. It's um, it, it's nice to have that. But that wasn't really what I classed as success. I was I was kind of yearning for something more. So on the surface, face value looked looked to be doing really well. But inside, I was kind of desiring so much more from myself. I knew that I could do so much more. So. At that point, I decided to form a small freelance agency, um, working primarily in web. And that was really my first taste of failure. I, I knew that I was good at what I did, and I knew that people wanted what I could provide. My real trouble and my real problem stemmed from the fact that at that time, I was I guess it was a self-esteem thing, really. I didn't really know where I fit into the whole cycle of business. I didn't really have that confidence and it's possibly a, a, a symptom of being quite young at the time. And because of that, that caused me to actually just look over the fence at what other people were doing. So it caused me to look over at competitors that I wasn't really comparing like for like with. I, was, I wasn't comparing myself with those guys on anything other than how well they looked to be doing. And that really, really stymied me. That caused me some problems. I was focusing on what they were doing. I wasn't focusing on what I was good at or was great at or had confidence in. I wasn't focusing on what the customers wanted. I wasn't focusing on customer service. And really, it was all just from a lack of confidence and looking over at what those guys had done in what was so much more time than I'd been doing it. And that really brought me down to my knees, really. That that really, it got to a point about a year in where I, I had, <laughs> thinking about it, it's crazy, actually. I had about £60 pounds in the bank as a business um, in early 2008. <laughs> and I, I took a step back. I actually went on a road trip with some friends, <clears throat> excuse me, and we just disappeared for two weeks. We, we toured Europe. Um, we went around, we saw some things that we'd not seen before. We had some fun and we kind of got away from it all. And just on that journey, really, I, I'd sort of got to the point where I was done. You know, I was finished. I was, it wasn't for me. The confidence was an all time low. I had the 60 pounds in the business bank account. I didn't really know what else to do. I felt like because I'd come from such a good salary, I had to go back to that. It was the only way that I would possibly earn the living that I wanted to learn. And that really just disheartened me. I was disenchanted with everything. Um, and I came back just really ready to quit and ready to give up. And then I, I sort of dug in. I got back and I thought, well, <laughs> this is ridiculous. You know, you're better than this. You can do so much more. Um, and kind of just found the strength within to, to do something about that. But I was also held up and propped up by a couple of very, very good friends of mine who really supported me along the way and said, look, you know, we can do something here. We can do much better than this. You are better than this. Um, and that confidence came from that realization. And I stopped looking over the fence and I started concentrating on myself and what my customers wanted and finally found that balance. I finally found something that clicked and learned a lot of lessons from that. Lessons like, you know, having to stay confident, treading your own path despite despite that failure and despite that, that low self-esteem in the early days and actually just never forgetting what was important to me, you know, realizing that it's all right for me to have different aspirations to what other people think I should have. Um, and always really just trying to help people, you know, always delivering something that people want and that they value. 
and generally just trying to be a nice person. And, you know, I learned all of those lessons and it really, I came out of that drop, came out of that rut and really, really came out firing, I think. So Mark, 60 pounds in the bank. I mean, running a business, I mean, that is basically equal to zero in every way, shape and form. I mean, what do you want to share with our listeners right now who are heading towards that or are currently experiencing it right now? If you could just in one sentence, just kind of give a couple pearls of quick wisdom, you know, above what you already just shared, like what would you want to share with somebody that's listening right now that's saying, man, I'm in there right now, Mark, and I don't see the light. How did you see that light? Well, I think there's two things really, John. The first one is just to, to find that confidence, just stay solid in your own belief that you can achieve it. No matter how bad things are right now, you can achieve it and you will achieve it if you believe you can achieve it. And then from a more physical implementation day-to-day perspective you have to focus on what's important not on what is interesting you have got to figure out where your money comes from what people want from you and you have basically got to sell them that and that is that is the key thing overall all else Focus on what's important not on what's interesting Fire Nation I love that phrase and Mark what I really just want to talk about for a second I want to stay here because I feel like there's such value within this You know, Seth Godin wrote a great book called The Dip. And in that book, The Dip, he talks about how sometimes you just need to persevere as an entrepreneur because that success might very well be right around the corner, that next phone call, you know, that next email. But at the same time, he does admit that, hey, sometimes the only way to get out of the hole is to stop digging. And, you know, that's a reality too. So, you know, how can we really as entrepreneurs, you know, that are listening right now and they're saying, well, Mark, maybe I don't have confidence because I don't have confidence anymore in what I do. Like, I don't really believe this is the right path anymore. I mean, how can we really determine when it's time to pivot or when it's time to just kind of slash what we're doing and go off in a whole new direction as opposed to just maintaining the course? That's a really interesting question, actually, John. I think the, the one of the things that we all kind of forget to do, and it's something that I I sometimes forget to do, and it's back to that point that you made earlier about kind of diving in and crashing through the woods. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we all face as entrepreneurs is that sometimes we don't realize that we actually have already pivoted. I think sometimes we are delivering things that we don't set out to deliver when we really come up with the idea for our business or for a product, or for a service that we want to provide. And we sometimes get pushed around by circumstance. We sometimes get pushed around by demands on our time. Or, again, back to the things that we just find interesting. So one of the biggest things that I would I would suggest looking at is really going back to the beginning. If you're struggling, if, if there are people out there that are really saying, look, I don't perhaps have that confidence. I feel like I'm overwhelmed by the business. The walls are closing in on me. I don't know what to do. Just stop. And go back to the beginning. Really think about your own values when you set out. Are you delivering what you wanted to deliver when you first started this journey? Are you providing the service that you wanted to deliver? Or have you been shaped and molded into providing something that is just 1% off at the beginning, but ends so many thousands of miles away from what you actually want to be doing so much later? So that would be my first piece of advice is just step back and just make sure you are doing what you set out to do. And the second thing really is, it is a confidence thing. It is tied to confidence, but it's really more about, as you said there, John, just stop digging. People generally uh, will only stop digging when things have got really, really bad. And I I personally believe that that's because 
they don't want to admit that failure. And it's not because they themselves can't deal with it. I think a lot of the time, especially for someone that's low on confidence, it's largely to do with how they believe they will be perceived by their friends and family and associates. And just kind of taking that first baby step into to, to building your own self-esteem. And that baby step being, well, look, it kind of doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I know this is right for me. And if I have to pivot and people perceive that as a failure, so be it. It's just a lesson learned. So those two things, definitely reassess if you are delivering what you said you were going to deliver and enjoy doing so. And two, don't be afraid of perceptions. And I love that too, Mark. Go back to the beginning. I mean, Fire Nation, we just don't go back to the beginning enough and and just say, okay, I remember how I felt when I was here the first time. Did I stay on that path? And you know, maybe if the answer is no, maybe you can start to kind of adjust it from this new vantage point. And Mark, I would love now to kind of shift gears and have you tell another story. This story is going to take us to an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb that you had at some point in your journey. And again, tell us the story, Mark. Take us to that moment in time. All right, then. So I'm going to take you to March 21st, 2005, which was the day after my 23rd birthday. And at the time, it was pre-digital consulting. So I wasn't, I wasn't um, in the freelance world. I was still working for an employer at the time. And it's something that I'd always be molded into. I, I'd sort of always had two options in life, really. Academia, which, yes, I enjoy learning, but... <laughs> Um, I struggled with the pace at which people would teach me. I always wanted to move faster. And I found myself in a position where I was working for a, a company with whom I really didn't have that much in common. I questioned a lot of their management styles. I questioned a lot of how they did the business. And really, it wasn't about value. They just It was churned by the numbers. I, I, I didn't believe in what they were doing. So sticking to the path of um, the second path, which is just get a job basically and go out there and and find something that you can earn money doing. I was kind of conditioned to this. So at age 23, I was conditioned to write, if you aren't happy at this job, you have to take those skills, find another employer that does a similar thing, and basically go work for them. And if you're lucky, you may get a 10% wage increase and salary increase when you do that. So I did that. I left and later found out actually that being part of uh, the millennial generation, I, <laughs> I, I, I always thought I was kind of, there was something wrong with me. I used to leave jobs almost to the day, two years in and I've <laughs> later found out it's a symptom of our age group. <laughs> yeah. 18 and, to 24 months. We are outro. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad when someone told me that, that was like a light bulb moment and it was just fantastic. But that, that, that sort of got me over my own, uh, my own internal I'm not fear, weird. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I told my mum, rung my mum, mum, it's all right. I'm, I'm saying I'm fine. I'm um, fine. I'm, I'm a millennial. She's like, oh, what? You're like, don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, it's such a crazy notion, but I, I did. I didn't quite understand that that was the kind of person I was and that it was all right to be like that. So I stepped into another job and I sort of did three days there and I remember at the time I was on a, a week probationary period to see if they liked me and, you know, they say it's to see if I like them as well, but I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> and <laughs> I got there three days in and someone asked me to do a very, very mundane job. And, and in that instant, in that instant, I remember it happening like it was yesterday. Something just snapped. I don't know what it was. 
I just thought I can't do this anymore. I'm finished. I, I, th- th- there is more to life than this. Everyone that has told me that you've just got to get a job and earn your money because that's how you live. I thought they're just wrong. These people are wrong and I can't do this anymore. Um, so I went to the manager, walked out the same day. I just said, you know, listen, I'm finished. Um, much to his shock, actually. He was right. surprised. Um, and I just said, look, I, I've only been here three days. I can't see that I'm leaving you in any trouble. I have no real responsibility because I'm just bedding in. So do you mind if I just leave now? And I did. I just went. Didn't have anything else to walk into. And that was just the epiphany, really. I'd realized that there was more to it. And that's when I think the first seeds of confidence came because I'd taken that step. I'd sort of recognized that surely there has to be more than this. And, you know, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> so, Mark, I mean, that's an aha moment to have. And, you know, unfortunately... Um, some people never have that aha moment, you know, and, and much to people's chagrin, you know, chagrin, sometimes they have that moment at 55, you know, not at 25 or younger. And, you know, but the reality is, Fire Nation, when you have that moment, when you, that decision has been made, when that switch has been flipped like it was in Mark, you know, listen to that because there's no time like the present, you know, walk out that door and make things happen. It's just so powerful. I mean, that's my biggest takeaway, Mark. What do you want to share with Fire Nation? Is just that one clear takeaway um, from your little light bulb moment there? Really, just trust you into your intuition. Just as you said there, John, the gut feeling has to be right. It's always right. The gut feeling is there for a reason; otherwise, it just wouldn't exist. Trust that intuition. Learn how to embrace it, and always, you know, something that Tim Ferriss always says: you know, just just think about what's the worst that can happen. I knew at that point. The worst that could possibly happen was I'd just end up doing that kind of job again. So trust that intuition and just just have the confidence to think about what's the worst that could happen. And you know what? It's not normally that bad. It's never as bad as we imagine. It is absolutely never warming your hands um, in front of a barrel under a bridge while it's pouring somewhere. You know, that's not the worst case scenario. We think it is, but you know, the reality is, you know, we are very able to make things happen when our backs are against the wall as humans, Fire Nation. And we often do. We just need to put ourselves in those situations. And Mark, I'm going to give you a challenge here because, you know, we've gone a little long in these incredibly early points in your journey and I want to get to everything. So in 60 seconds, break it down for us. Your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Okay. Proudest entrepreneurial moment. Actually, I have two. I'll do 30 seconds each. Boom. (laughs) The first one is a client uh, within DMSQD, which is the agency that I run, which is uh, a client that I'd spent months developing and working to build a relationship with. Uh, securing a a long-term contract with those earlier this year, which meant that it gave the business some some very, very strong stability over the next two years, three years and onwards. And it meant that I could provide for the staff and we could provide for our staff without having to worry about any of that. And that was all based on a relationship that I'd built personally. So that's number one. The second one is a very recent thing, which is spotting what I thought was a a pretty solid digital opportunity in something that I'm pretty new to myself, fleshing out an idea uh, over a weekend and presenting a business case to an entrepreneur that I greatly admire uh, with the idea of a joint venture in mind and actually uh, having having a very honest and high quality frank conversations with the entrepreneur to move that forward, which it is now doing. 
So they're the two moments, John. Those are some pretty proud moments. I'm excited to uh, to delve a little more into that second moment and uh, a little coming up in this interview, Mark. But before we do, what is the one thing that just has you most fired up in your business right now? It's a little intangible, this, but actually it's the opportunity because as an agency, we... As a jobbing agency, as an agency that basically goes out and delivers digital products, websites, software, e-commerce, uh, online platforms, apps, and also the branding and the design side of things, you always find yourself really working on jobs. And then you move up to projects. And then you actually get to the point where you can work on what you want to work on. Right. And we've now got to that stage as an agency. People approach us from across the world because we we have the work portfolio, we have got the service, we've got the reputation and people right now, even today, approach us saying, we've seen you work and we want to work with you. And it allows us to have the freedom and the opportunity to do what we want to do. And as an entrepreneur and a business person and someone that actually enjoys going to work every day, that's huge. And that really, really excites me, the possibility that you know we can work on anything that we want to work on now. Mm. I mean, Fire Nation, how great does that feel that you can work your little butt off and, you know, really work hard and get to a place in life where you're able to call the shots, where you're able to make all the decisions, where you're able to choose which clients, which jobs, which projects you take on. Exciting, exciting stuff. And Mark, we are about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Have you ever spent an incredibly long time working on a blog post, a design template for your email newsletter, or on a recording for your next podcast episode? Then you know how much time and care goes into every single piece of content you create. And can you imagine how many pieces of content you've stored on your precious, priceless computer drive? A lot. That's why I cringe at the thought of losing all my work when I know I don't have to take that risk. In a blink of an eye, everything could be wiped away. But it's incredibly easy to back up your data and projects with the help of Backblaze Online Backup. So why not just do it? Backblaze not only offers an easy backup solution that's affordable, it also offers something much, much bigger. Peace of mind. And you and I both know, as entrepreneurs, we can always use a little peace of mind. Ready to get your backup on? Listeners can get a free trial, no credit card required, by going to backblaze.com slash fire. That's backblaze.com slash fire. Mark, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? You know it. Let's do this. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
Self-belief, definitely. Um, I come from a small mining village on the outskirts of a town that's not much bigger. And people generally don't believe that they can achieve something great. Um, that it's sort of ingrained into that mindset. And I, I didn't have that self-belief. Um, and then one day I decided that whoever came up with that idea was wrong. So that was holding me back. And as soon as I got over that, uh, things started happening. What is the best advice that you've ever received? Uh, very early on in my career, and I later found out this is Richard Branson's advice. Someone told me to always say yes to any opportunity and figure out the specifics later on. And very early in the career, uh, in my career, that served me very, very well. Share one of your personal habits, Mark, that you believe contributes to your success. Give everyone, everyone, everyone the time of day and help whoever you can because one, they deserve it. Two, you never know who they know or what they know or how they can help you. And three, it just pays to be nice. <laughs> I got a really pretty cool story about that. I was at this little tiny function here in San Diego. There must have been maybe 35 people in the audience, but it was a good group. And, you know, I was getting up in front of them and just talking about podcasting and answering questions for about an hour. And then this really kind of old guy saunters up to me and he's like, Hey John, I've got a, I've got a great guest for your podcast. And like, he like named some person. I'm like, Oh yeah, that guy sounds like he'd be interesting. Um, yeah. Why don't you shoot me an email and you know, you know, I'll vet him and maybe he'd be a good fit, you know, thinking to myself, you know, probably not. But the reality was he turned back to me and he goes, Oh, and by the way, who's somebody that you'd like to get on your podcast? And I was like, well, I'd love to get Damon John on my podcast from Shark Tank. And he's like, oh, I know Damon John. I'll, I'll shoot an email and link you guys together. And I'm like, yeah, sure you do. <laughs> I get home, no joke, in my inbox on my 20-minute drive home was an email from this guy introducing me and Damon John. And Damon John already have responded saying, a, you know, Tom, for you, anything, John, when do you want to book this? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that was mind blowing. Yeah. So always fire nation, give everybody the time of day, just be friendly because, and I love how you put it, Mark, because number one, they deserve it. Not because you might get something out of it because they deserve it. And you know, if something happens because of it, then you deserve it too for being nice. And Mark, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I do, and it's something I've recently started using. Uh, Mr. Guy Kawasaki, of course, uh, is part of Canva, and I use Canva a heck of a lot um, for creating a lot of work around content marketing. It's fantastically quick. It's fantastically high quality, so Canva. Cool. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Okay, this is a book by a UK author called Robert Kelsey, a uh, really great guy, and the book is called Get Things Done. What Stops Smart People Achieving More and How You Can Change It. And the reason that I like that book and the reason that I think it will help people to read that book is it delves into, yes, it's about productivity and personal development, but it actually delves into the psychological restraints that we all put on ourselves. And it assumes, unlike many other books out there, it assumes not that we're starting from scratch and we don't have predisposed ideas. It assumes we have the life experience that we have. So it teaches how to unpick some of the things that we've become conditioned to. Rockin'. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Mark, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, I spent so much time on this. <laughs> and then I kind of went... Went simple in the end. Good. <laughs> so what we have is, I figured out that what I would do is I would spend the first day figuring out where the most affluent area of this particular place was. Where are the, the people that really understand value and where are the people that want to spend on value? Then I'd spend the next few days sort of taking my own advice and giving everyone that I came across the time of day. And throughout that process, I would figure out the one wish that they had, what do they wish they could get on hand right now in this place? What problems do they have? What desires do they have? And I'll put that all together, analyze the trends, figure out what the most important thing to these affluent people was. And then I'd spend the $500 sourcing that, branding that, marketing it, and making sure I had a way of basically selling them that Mark, I love the simplicity. I love the beauty. Fire Nation, taking notes, no doubt. And Mark, you know, for those great Fire Nation listeners who are still with us right now, and I know all the diehards still are, um, let's do a little bit of an unveiling right now. I mean, you and I are actually going to be, you know, coming out in a, in a pretty big way with, you know, a pretty cool product and service and just entire thing that we, that we have cooking up right now. Um, and we're, we're going to do a whole show around it, to be honest. You know, we're going to really just kind of break it down and really just focus on that. You know, this interview is about you, your journey, and things you have going on, which includes this, which is why I want to bring it up here at the end. Uh, but Fire Nation do know that we will be talking a lot more in depth about this as we move forward um, with the project. But, you know, here we are now, Mark. Um, FYI for you, it's December 18th when this interview is going live. So this is a full month from when we're recording. So you know that more will be happening by that point. Share with Fire Nation um, just a real quick rundown of things that uh, you and I have been kind of working on and what Fire Nation and really podcasters in general can really get excited about. All right then, exciting time. So yeah, imagine you are a podcaster or you're thinking about starting a podcast as being inspired by John or the other guys that you perhaps listen to and you want to start that podcast, but actually you want to keep that control over what you do. So you want the WordPress website, but you don't want to mess around with, with installing WordPress. You want some quality hosting that directly, directly integrates with WordPress and you want support from WordPress experts. You want support from guys like John who know podcasting. There's no one that knows podcasting better. And imagine all of that wrapped up in a nice monthly package that gives you 24-7 secure support, full access to training videos and a knowledge base, and allows you later, as your podcast grows, which you inevitably will do, guys, it allows you to expand and grow all using one solid WordPress platform. Highly customizable, highly scalable, no ties, no problems. Imagine that. You can have it early next year, guys. Whoa, 2015 Fire Nation. You heard it here first. 
this is something that I'm really fired up about because when I look back on my journey, you know, I had the podcasting thing going on and I knew I wanted to podcast, but then it was like this entirely separate animal, you know, then I, I had to figure out the WordPress side of things. I had to figure out, you know, how to get the right theme and, you know, what an opt-in box was and, and sidebar and all this stuff. Like it was an entirely different animal. And Mark, we've talked about it many times about how important it is to focus and to really just be able to just do what makes you money, what makes your audience grow, what makes you thrive as an entrepreneur and not all the other stuff. And that's why Fire Nation, when Mark approached me uh, pretty recently with this opportunity to, to do a joint venture with him and to partner up, um, I, I just immediately saw the beauty and said, wow, why couldn't this have existed back when I started my journey? Because it is such an amazing opportunity. It's going to be such an amazing all in one that for anybody that's looking to have podcasting be part of their journey or any entrepreneur that's just looking to, to be, to having online entrepreneurship in general be a focal point, you know, take away the things that are going to distract you and that waste your time, you know, and put it in the hands of the experts. And that's exactly what we're creating. Much more to come. Um, you know, it's going to be unveiled in, in all of its ravishing beauty in early 2015. But, but Mark, if they're listening right now and, you know, knowing it's December 18th, you know, where can some people go to maybe sign up for, you know, an, an early interest list or, you know, maybe to learn a little bit more about exactly what this is? Absolutely. So, yeah, if you are interested very early on, head on over to podcastwebsites.com and you'll find some early teaser content on there, give you a rundown of exactly what you can expect from this product and from this service. But more so, one of the biggest, most important things for you guys and anyone listening is, of course, to know exactly who is involved. So you'll see just how much WordPress expertise we've got and just how much podcasting expertise we've got. Sign up, pop your email address in and you'll get access to all of that fine content. And Fire Nation, I'm with them every step of the way, so you know it's going to be completely geared and streamlined towards podcasters and podcasting in general. And Mark, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So the one piece of guidance, guys, and it puts together everything that I have ever learned and as, as I continue to learn is just do what you believe in. Do what you enjoy, what makes you happy. Follow that path, focus on that path, and everything else will fall into place. And as John said, if you want to connect with me, head on over to excellence-expected.com. That's my personal site, excellence-expected.com, and you can find all the links and everything that you need to get hold of me on there. So Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out today with Mark and myself. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Mark in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And don't forget, excellence-expected.com. And of course, jump over on that interest list at podcastwebsites.com. And Mark, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. My pleasure. 
freepodcastcourse.com. Fire Nation, this is for you. A free 15-day podcast course where I share the exact steps of how to create your podcast, launch with the best strategy possible, grow your podcast audience to the tipping point, and then monetize that audience in a powerful way. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and start your podcasting journey today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 